This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Thursday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. getting on with the veg boxes? Oh, they're looking good. I love your free toffee apple idea. What do you think? Happy bonfire night from Bridge Fresh. Perfect. Uh, now did you see Dad out there? He's been cornered by Lillian. <laughs> Wittering on about casting God in Linda's production. Adam was thinking of staging a rescue. <laughs> that should work. A bit of chatter about mob grazing. We'll soon have Lillian running for the hills. I might join her. <laughs> when Adam started explaining in detail what they did at Home Farm and precisely how Tony could make it work on a smaller scale, my eyes glazed over and I told him I promised to help you in here. <laughs> uh, is that box of gourds still by the door? Do you want it? Uh, in a minute. Uh, I think they should go in last. Make a splash. It's such a brilliant colour. For a vegetable, Yeah. As long as you've not got your heart set on orange and lime stripes for the bedroom. Uh, nope. I hand over all interior design choices to my brilliant wife. No. You should have seen some of my bedroom decor when I was a single man. Please, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> right. That's the kale done. You couldn't do me a favour? That depends. Could you run off a few more copies of this week's recipe leaflet? I can go and do that now, if you like. If you've time. That would mean I could get this lot finished before lunch. I'm on it. <sighs> Love having you around. So I can be your dog's body. Uh, no. <laughs> I just hate it when you have to get up so early and drive so far in the dark. Yeah. It was nice looking out the window this morning and actually seeing the village green in the light. Which is why I was thinking... What? No, don't worry. It can wait. I hate it when people do that. You started, you have to finish. OK, but maybe this isn't the right time. Oh, spit it out, Tom. What are you thinking? Uh, I wondered if... It was the time to look again at bringing Summer Orchard to Bridge Farm. I see. I mean, it's completely up to you. But you said it yourself. It's hard leaving and coming home in the dark for months. I don't know. It still feels a bit soon. Uh, things are definitely on the up, but I'm not there yet. I should be concentrating all my efforts on rebuilding sales right now, especially to cafes and restaurants. But why would that have to stop because of the move? I mean, you'd need to weigh up the cost of transporting the crop for processing, but you might find there'd be more money available for marketing. Maybe. It's just... What? I know it could be good for both brands, and like you say, it's nice when we're here together. But? But it's my business, Tom, and I need to be sure that I'll get to keep control of it. I mean, there'll be minor decisions we have to make together. That's inevitable. It's more than that. I can see Summer Orchard being swallowed up. Another offshoot of the Bridge Farm Empire. Well, think of the positives, then. We'll be a husband and wife team, which always makes for a great foodie feature. Full colour spread. Buy his and hers from Summer Orchard and Bridge Fresh. And get the secret to a blissful marriage thrown in for free. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I understand your reservations, but moving the business here, it won't change the fact that it's yours. The way I see it... Everyone benefits. A win-win. Exactly. Come here, you. I love it when you get all optimistic. Mm. Tom! Natasha! It's your mum, catching us in the act. (laughs) In here, mum. Great. Good to see you, Natasha. 
Is Tom filling you in on our plans for Summer Orchard? Hello? Hi, Kirsty. You've no idea how good it is to hear your voice. I couldn't believe it when they brought me your message. I didn't request a call because I wanted a cosy catch-up, Philip. I didn't think you did. Is this about the divorce? No. Because I'm not going to make things difficult for you. If, if there's one thing harder for me than losing you as my wife, it's thinking that I've made you unhappy. It's not the divorce. That's all under control. Uh, right. I need to talk to you about something else. Something even more important. Hi, Pats. Natasha, just in time. Do you prefer toast or crackers with mackerel pate? Oh, I'm fine, actually. I bought a salad bowl from home. <laughs> oh, but you at least have to try the pate. It's one of Tom's favourites. The secret is to add capers and smoked sea salt to the final pulse. It does sound delicious. There. Perfect. Did you say toast? It's really good with the seeded rye. Toast it is, then. I'm so thrilled you'll be around more after you make the move. Feels like you and Tom have had to put your ideas on hold for such a long time. I do feel for you both. Well, I realise Tom has already talked things through with you and Tony, but actually, Pat, I've only just started to consider what I want to do. And things have obviously changed since before the pandemic. But surely it makes more sense than ever before to work closer to home. But I'm very keen not to rush into things. Oh, you're right. Very sensible, too. It's just, with Bridge Farm becoming such a hub for artisan food, we're eager to bring you into the fold. (laughs) And Tony thinks there should be enough room in the pack house for your press and a bigger cold store. And a desk in the farm office next to Tom's. Right. Obviously you'll want to work your magic on the decor. Long overdue a facelift. Have you had any thoughts on a colour scheme? Oh, I'm sure Tom will keep you up to date on any ideas I have. I can hear the birds. You're at Arkwright Lake, aren't you? Yeah. I'd give anything to be there, I really would. Is it raining? No. I mean, no, I'm not doing this. (laughs) It's the rain I miss. It's funny that, don't you think? I would have thought it'd be home cooking or my cosy jumpers or that first pint of the night in the pool. But it's rain I think of most. The feel of it, the smell of it. And I'm not talking about the miserable kind of rain we get in the exercise yard. I'm talking about the lightest of rains, the one that hardly makes any sound when it falls. Do do you remember that walk up Lakey Hill when neither of us could sleep and we went out before dawn? That rain was like mist. I don't remember. Or or even better, a storm. Buckets of it falling in straight lines, soaked before you've even taken three steps. That's what I thought Wales would be like. Philip. Do you know what it smells like in here? Men. Men and cleaning fluid. That's all. Philip, when I came here the other day to Arkwright Lake... Kirsty? Blake was in the hide. What? What's he doing in Ambridge? Was he following you? Of course not. Please be careful, Kirsty. Did he say anything to you? Well, he mentioned you. Really? He's convinced himself he misses you. If I just 
kept things the way they were, everyone I care about would still be okay. You, Gavin, the lads. We were all doing all right. The lads? What kind of rubbish is that? None of us were okay. It was messed up from the start. It only ever made sense in your head. Is that what Blake's saying? That it was messed up, that he was unhappy with me as his boss? It doesn't matter what Blake's saying. But it does, Kirsty. I got some things wrong. I hold my hands up. But those lads were well looked after. Oh, I would love to believe in that fairy story, Philip. The one you tell yourself so you can sleep at night. I looked after them. That is the truth. Oh, until you sold them without caring what kind of hell they were heading to. I assumed they'd be okay. Really? Did you? Or was it that you couldn't care less? Don't say that. It's always the nurses or police who have to pick up the pieces. I think you should calm down. Oh, do you? Because this, talking to you, it almost makes me understand why he's so keen to drag Blake into it. It must be heartbreaking. He thinks he's failed. Who? What? Who thinks he's failed? It doesn't matter. You said someone was dragging Blake into it. Into what? Forget it, Philip. Is Blake giving evidence to the police? No. I didn't say that. To Harrison, then? It is, isn't it? That's why Blake was in Ambridge. Blake was in Ambridge because he wants someone to help him set up a prison visit. Blake wants to see me. He's got the idea into his head and we can't persuade him to drop it. Who? You and Harrison? This is your chance to do the right thing, Philip. To show me that when you said you cared about the lads, you actually meant it. What do you want me to do? If Blake asks for a visit... You have to turn him down. That's why I wanted to speak to you. You have to refuse to see him. Why should I refuse? I'd like to see him. Please, Philip. You know, they have schemes in here that actively encourage inmates and victims to meet. It's shown to reduce reoffending. I think we might qualify. And it would look good on my record. But this isn't about you. It's about Blake. But think about it, Kirsty. It might be just what he needs. You said yourself that the lad misses me. I'd be doing him a favour. There you are. Mackerel pate. Good old mum. Have you tasted it yet? We do have mackerel pate in Wales, you know. Ah, but not like this. Did she tell you her secret ingredient? She had smoked sea salt and... Capers, yes. I've had the cookery demonstration, thank you. Now, you're going to help me set the table because apparently we're all eating lunch together as a family. Natasha, what's up? Nothing. I know you have pate in Wales and I'm pretty sure they could rival mum's. I was just being loyal to her. It's not about the pate. What then? It's already happening. It's like you can't help it, and neither can they. Oh, what? Just tell me what I've done to upset you, because I thought that this morning everything was pretty good. You can't help telling them about our plans. Sometimes, even before you've told me. And they can't help trying to control everything. I don't even think they know they're doing it. They do it so nicely. Apparently, it's already been decided exactly how, where and why Summer Orchard will operate at Bridge Farm. And I don't remember agreeing to any of it. I don't even remember being asked. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it to them last night, but it was only in passing. And to be fair, we have to keep them in the loop. Fine. Then you can tell them the packing house is too small for my bottling line and the farm office gives off the wrong kind of vibe for an aspirational business. And no new colour scheme is going to fix that. You're in the hide. Yeah, it's raining. <sighs> You're just saying I have to try and butter me up. I better go. It's really coming down and I can tell I'm not going to change your mind. Oh, come on. Surely you can put yourself in my shoes. I want to talk to Blake. It'd be something to look forward to. I shouldn't have requested this call. I've made it worse for him. I think you're being unfair, Kirsty. 
to yourself and to me. I pleaded guilty because you asked me to, but this, it's different. It's a chance for me to prove to everyone that my intentions were good. Everything I did for that lad came from a good place. I never meant him any harm. He knows that, and if others can start to see it, you, the prison governor, my friends in Ambridge, then I might just be able to bear being here. Philip, please. I'm begging you one more time. Blake needs a new start. He needs a chance to rebuild his life. He's been through enough. You're right. So you'll say no? I don't think it's that simple. What do you mean? You've just dangled the chance of a visit in front of me. There has to be some incentive for me to agree to what you want. Like what? Well, I'm willing to turn down Blake's request, but only if you agree to come and see me instead. That's the deal, Kirsty. <laughs> 